Hi, friends. It's me, Courtney. You know me as the Renaissance Mama, the host of the Renaissance Mama show. But I have a very special guest today. We are doing a special where we are going to spotlight the women of Femme. And we have a brand new person joining us. So please allow me to introduce Catalina. Catalina, please say hello to everybody. Hi, nice to meet you. Well, I don't see you guys, but you guys are going to see me. But I'm Catalina. I'm from Mexico, and I'm in the country. I just arrived last year, so I'm really excited to be here. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Your accent is so beautiful. Catalina, <laughs> what is your last name? I'm sure it's something amazing. Okay, this is funny because it's a Japanese last name. My grandpa is Japanese, so, yeah, it's Nosato. My last name is Nosato. It's a Japanese last name. So yeah, I'm Catalina Nosato. Oh my gosh. Do you find you constantly have to like explain that to people? Do they get confused when you tell no. them? <laughs> it's actually really funny because like nobody believes me that I'm Japanese. Well, I have like ascendants, you know, like a bloodline, like a Japanese bloodline. Because Nosato doesn't sound like Japanese, you know? Like yeah. if you hear it like you may not like, it's not like Hashimoto or you know, and not like last names. But yeah, like when people find out, it's like, oh, it's really cool. Amazing. Okay, so I have to ask you, what inspired you to join our lovely little Femme Network? Okay, I have to be honest with you. I was looking for, you know, to express myself and to have like this safe space for me to express my opinion and just talk because I love talking. Seriously, since I was a kid, I was always like trying to um, talk and share my opinion, my thoughts. I was so expressive. So I was looking for something, you know, something of my own, but also like a safe space for me to share. Because nowadays it's really hard to feel safe in some environments, you know, because they're too heavy or you don't feel like yourself or you can be yourself. So when this opportunity came to me, I was really happy because it's all, all women network. So I think this opens like this space for me to express myself the way I want. So it's really nice for me. I love that so much. And I'm glad you feel that because like I feel that as well. I find this network has been just a beautiful opportunity to have great conversations with other wonderful women. It's also given us an opportunity to like speak our mind about situations. And I am just so excited to have you on board. I also heard a little rumor mill that you are a really fabulous writer. Is this true? Yeah, that's true. I love writing. I started writing since I was 10, I think. But it wasn't because the writing itself was because of reading. I remember my first book that I read was when I was six years old, was a Anna Frank Diaries. And at six years old? At six wow, years old. that is intense. <laughs> yeah, really intense. But you know, it wasn't the story that drew me. It was the the like the the dedicatory was that was written on the book was from my grandpa that passed away from my mom. So it was this like beautiful uh, message right then that felt me, you know, like that touched me a lot. And I started like reading like, but year passes and I started involving in writing because my mom is a writer. So I kind of grew in the environment and seen my mom writing and everything. So I love writing and I think this is a perfect, <laughs> you know, a space for me to do it. 
Oh, I agree. So yes, I feel like sometimes I I want to write because I want to say something and then I sit mm -hmm. down and I'm like, I, I got nothing. But if you want me to talk, that's where, that's where I can. Really good talker, yeah. Right? Sure. I feel like I can talk no, no problem. I know I chatted with somebody and I was saying that she was like, I was like, how do you write your book? I feel like this. So she told me I need to need to do one of those ones where you like kind of chat and then it it's writes down all your words for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, maybe I could do that, but like actually physically sitting down and writing, like I'm like, oh, I don't know. I I, I prefer yeah. conversation, but I could see see the advantages in both for sure. Yeah, it's easier, you know, when you have like the I don't know, like the passion about writing. Because for me, I prefer writing rather than talking. To be honest, I like I love both, but I feel like I'm better at writing because in that way you're in yourself in your thoughts. So you're just like da, 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 writing, writing, writing. So it's really good for you. You should try it one day, like at least. <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll try it. I'll try it. Yeah, so, sure. what do you think audiences can expect from your show? Like, what what kind of content do you think we're gonna, you're gonna put out there? Yeah. I was thinking really hard throughout this week since we were like in the chat and everything. And I was stuck. If I can be honest, I was stuck because like, what can I say? I'm just, I'm in my early twenties. I don't have much experience about the world. I just arrived to Canada. But when I was looking in myself, I was like, I have a lot of things to say because I know a lot of young women are going through the same as me. And also older women can went through the same, you know, all these questions that I have, all these experiences that I'm like living for the first time, dating, friendships, trying to do new things. These, for example, for me, a lot of immigrants, here in Canada, most leaders, a lot of immigrants. I'm an in immigrant myself. So I think it will be like more like on the social part of like um, of our lives, because I'm always, I like to analyze things and situations and I always been involved in social problems and social causes. So I think it will be like more like on the human side of for me, you know? I love that. That sounds absolutely amazing. And I will, I have to share this with the audience because I thought you were just too, too cute. We are having a conversation about the shows and the shows that we already had on Femme. So I was explaining to Catalina, like, oh, we've got, you know, myself, the Renaissance Mama, Nikki, the 10 Minute Mom, Carly on Hello Beautiful and Allie. And I was like trying to explain it. And I, my favorite part was, is you go, well, I'm not a mom. I, I can't do it in the conversation. And I was like, yes, that's why we want you. We want something new. We want something so I think you are going to have so many fun stories to tell us. I can't wait to hear all of your adventures. And then I also love that it's coming from a lens of exactly what you said, being a new immigrant to Canada as well. So I think that's a totally different, you know, view on the world that we, I clearly don't know anything about. So I cannot wait to hear your stories. I will admit I I'm super excited to hear some dating stories. I hear some <laughs> It's pretty scary dating stories out there. So yeah. I'm, I cannot wait to see what what you come up with. I, I've been joking for a while that I've I would love to to have somebody, especially with like some of the apps and stuff. Oh my God, I feel like I sound like a grandma, but like I didn't have to deal with any of that. So like I'm I'm sure you're gonna have some some great stories to share about that. Yeah, it's well the dating scene in Toronto is crazy, mostly because I'm from Mexico, from a small yeah. city the north of Mexico oh so it's goodness. totally different I'm not in dating apps I cannot help you with that honestly 
I well, that's that- my challenge for you. I think you need to get on it just so I can uh, enjoy your experiences and Good hear your Good for you. Story. I will go to dating them <laughs> for sure. But keep explaining. So you said you're from small town Mexico. So you've, obviously Toronto is a very different scene. What are you yeah. feeling so far? That's the thing. I have a lot of like um, views and thoughts, you know, in society here. Because for, for me, for example, I grew up in this community or this society where all, everything's so patriarchal, you know, where like the men is first and the women and then the kids, you know, like the typical, the stereotypical Mexican family, you know. So when I arrived here, I saw like all these women empowerment and these strong women on, on charges and doing things. So for me, it was like an an eye opening because my mom is a feminist. And I said like in the best way for me because my mom is a feminist. my mom is super strong women. And I, I grew up surrounded by really strong women, but even then because of the society, they weren't able to, to do much, you know? So when I arrived here it was like, it's my opportunity. <laughs> so I've been experiencing like a lot of stuff and meeting a lot of people from all over the world. So I think that open my view in the world and in different societies and different like um, topics if if I can say that so yeah I think it's gonna be great for me to just share my thoughts and my experiences here I love that so much I will say I also was in my early 20s living in Toronto having roommates having crazy stories so I cannot wait to hear yours are you living alone or do you have roommates what's your situation right now I have a roommate my older sister I was so I feel so blessed so blessed because I came with my older sister to Canada we both wanted like something new a new era in our lives and we wanted to change our life so we were on the talking on May, actually May last year, and we were like, oh, what we should do? Because my sister wanted to quit her job. I was just not happy. Well, I was happy for sure, but something was boring me because I was too comfortable in Mexico. I needed like to go outside my comfort zone. So we decided to come here and we have been being roommates for eight months by now. Oh, I love my sister. It's so great to have like the support, you know, in here. And I was going to say, at least it's nice to still have like that family and that feeling of home, even though yeah. you're in like, obviously a brand new place. Um, um, I know I didn't send you this question, but what was kind of your biggest sort of culture shock moving to Toronto compared to living in Mexico? Give me one second. <laughs> I think how open the people here is in, in every topic. Like- yeah. On the talkings, you know, when you're like in a conversation with someone, you can talk about, about everything you want. Yes. Anything. And they're not going to judge you. They're going to open, like, they're going to open to you and listen to you in this, like, uh, really thoughtful way. Yeah. Because in Mexico, there's a lot of taboos still mm-hmm. in terms of, like, uh, I don't know if I can say this, but uh, homosexuality, women, like, women empowerment, a lot of stuff. And in here, you can just speak your mind out and people will listen to you and you have this safe space for debate and share your ideas, hear like some ideas. So I think that was my cultural shock, how easily here is talk to someone in like on different topics that made you very interested or you have doubts about it. That's so great. And you're right. That's something I don't know if if we really take for 
like we're not that grateful for, but we don't realize that, yeah, in other parts of the <laughs> world, we can't talk openly and not even just talk openly. But what I love too, is the fact, and you kind of alluded to it, like you can have a great conversation with someone. You don't necessarily have to agree but that's okay too, right? Like it's still an open conversation. You can go back and forth. You can have a, like interesting opinions, but there's no like huge fight or anything like that. Like you can just have a great conversation, but have opposite opinions and still have a great conversation. Yeah, and that's true. You know, it's because Toronto is this like really open society and people from all over the world, all these different like influences that coexist here are they meet so people are more tolerant instead of going to a most like um, a more close off society like Mexico sadly I love Mexico but it's a really close off society in terms of new cultures or new ways of thinking right. so yeah that's true you grew up here in Toronto I grew up just outside of Toronto, so in Brampton, that also is very multicultural. Um, and then, yeah, I spent all pretty much since 18 to about 26 or 27, I lived in Toronto, kind of probably doing some of the things you're doing right now. So working the, you know, the Joe jobs, hanging out with my friends, going out, dating, yeah. having fun. But yeah, I really enjoyed loving, living in Toronto. I just found for me, um, I had wanted to be a performer. So I was working as a server and, and I found like Toronto is expensive. <laughs> and oh. I, right. So I was spending all my time working just to live in Toronto. So I felt like in some ways I didn't even get to like, get to do the things I wanted to do, which was perform and act mm -hmm. and, and entertain because I had to work to pay to live there. So it, it was a cycle, but I did, did love my years loving and living in Toronto. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Are you a singer or a dancer? Yeah, so I am a triple threat, which means I sing, dance, and act. Um, oh. I actually do. One of my favorite things to do is kids theater. Um, I joke a lot because kids theater, like in theater, anything can happen, but in kids theater, anything can happen, right? Kids are just so fun. And now I actually teach kids musical theater as well. So it's been something I've been doing for like almost 20 years. Yeah, it's it's a really, it's a fun, fun thing that I love to do. I love seeing kids just get that confidence and have so much fun. And then I find now I have my opportunity to kind of perform and entertain by doing shows like this or speaking on stages or finding ways to like, still get to do what I love to do, but also do it with the like the life that I've created and I love as well. That's amazing. You're like an inspiration for sure. Oh my goodness, Catalina, thank you so much. I'm going to have you on the show more often. <laughs> complimenting me. All right. So I want to go back to kind of your show and, and what people can expect from you. So I know we talked a little bit about being a new in, immigrant coming to Canada, but what other kind of like values or messages do you think, do you think are like super important to you that you're going to convey through some of your work on the network? Yeah, I think it's strength. I yeah. think that's the most important thing for me in order, order and strength, because for me, you need to be strong enough to teach some things about your life mm. and get out of your comfort zone to reach or pursue what you really want. So for me, I want to be an inspiration for all these young women and 
young audience that you can do it because I was here, I was arriving in Canada when I was 18, 19 years old by myself without my parents. So I think I can speak in my own flesh, you know? And I can say it takes a lot of courage to, to do a lot of stuff, to get out of your comfort zone and go outside in the world. But if you have this goal in your life and you want to reach something, you have to do sometimes do the like the hard thing to do. And sometimes that can be super hard on you and sad and you're going to feel like you want to just quit. But we have to keep going and we have to have the order but also the courage to, yeah. to do it. Well, I, I mean, I think you are incredibly strong already. Like I already <laughs> can, I'm super impressed by you. And, and I agree, like some of the things, one of my favorite parts about doing my show, sometimes I have guests or sometimes I do it by myself. And whenever I'm, you know, talking about a subject or telling a story, I really just honestly think that I'm talking to one person. So I, I look at my camera and I just think of that like one friend that I'm talking to. So I love that you mentioned that because yeah, it really is just that connection. And I think that's where some of the shows on Femme, like that's what makes us so special is that we, we don't have huge production values, but we're also not trying to be like picture perfect either, right? So we are just trying to be regular women doing amazing things which you have already and and just showing up in the world and telling those honest stories because sometimes you know when you turned on tv or whatever it is you get like the very you know fixed up versions of life right and I don't know if that's honestly what people are looking for anymore so I love with them and the opportunity that we have that we're just being open and honest sometimes it is pretty sometimes it's not going to be so pretty sometimes it's just going to be what it is right so I cannot wait to see what you come up with yeah because that's life at the end you know it's not going to be always pretty or easy like I think the majority of time it's hard it's hard to live and it's hard to go through stuff but I think it's amazing that in here we have this space to be just vulnerable because I think it's so condemned to be vulnerable like oh you shouldn't show your weakness or your flaws but I think that's the power of us you know that we are humans at the end so I think it's amazing Amazing. So how do you think you can see yourself contributing to like some of the diversity and inclusivity in the Femme Network? Well, my own experience, basically, I'm a Mexican here in Canada. Uh, English is not my first language, as you can see and you can hear. So yeah, basically, ba uh, sorry. basically, I would like to attract all the immigrant population here to feel more heard and also from all over the communities like not only the immigrants but all over the communities because I know what, what it's feel to be left out or not be part of like something right because at the end we are in a different part of the world so I would like to make people feel like they belong here and that they're gonna be heard and we can debate and I can hear their opinions, but also with this respect that they're going to hear my opinions. Probably sometimes they wouldn't like it or they will love it, but I'm <laughs> going to hear, you know, their opinions as well. So I want to open this safe space for all these people that want that want to be heard and that want to feel like they belong to someone. So this is going to be my show. 
so good. So, so good. Do you think there's any like particular causes or like issues that you're passionate about that you plan on incorporating? Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, starting with the womenhood, you know, what's being a woman in your early 20s and all these uh, problems that, that you face and all these uh, emotions that, that you're going through, but also more like social problems, for example, discrimination, immigration, poverty, uh, education. I love uh, education topics, you know, mostly with little kids. I love working with little, little kids. Actually, this is, this is a fun fact about me. Before coming to Canada, um, from February to April, I was living in this indigenous community in Mexico, teaching wow. little kids how to read, how to survive in a society. Because the wow. sad part of them is that they, they cannot live like us. Some people in our privilege, we can do it. They have to survive. So we were giving them these skills. So for me, I want to help the most vulnerable. And, you know, like face that facts that are like in a society, but sometimes we are too blind to see them or to face it because it hurts, you know, to face them. So I want to face what it hurts and what it's hard. Oh my gosh. I would love a whole episode on you just sharing your stories about that. I'm sure you have incredible insights on that and different stories about it as well. Yeah, it's really, was really hard on me, you know, to see all these new realities and what people are, are going through, actually. All these, oh my God, it's heartbreaking to even like remember because they were little kids at the end, six, seven, eight. I think the oldest one was 12 years old. So when you hear like all this emotion and pain they're, going, they're talking about, but Courtney, not, not everything is bad. They were really happy. Seriously, like they were happy and they taught me that lesson, how to be happy. So it was amazing. So incredible. Yeah. So what do you think, how do you think you're going to use this platform and this opportunity to empower and inspire other young women? Um, sharing my message and what I, in what I went through, because I think a lot of young women, we, we are scared because it's really scary, but I want them to know that it's possible Obviously, you, you have to have this found your space in your community with good people because the most important thing as a we are social, we are social natures, right? We we are in a society, so we need people around to surround our, ourselves. So I think I want to encourage all the young people and mostly young women to follow their dreams, even if it's hard. At the end of the day, they're gonna reach it if they work hard for it and they have these. And if they surround yourself in a good way and find their own base and inner self, you know, I think that's the most important thing to do. So, so good. I know I always tell my kids when they're, when they're trying to like connect with people and it's just not working. I'm like, you know what? Those might not be your people. I go, but eventually yeah. you will find your people and then you'll be like, oh, this is what mom meant. This is what she was talking about. Cause yeah. I feel like that, especially when you're in those like teen or early 20s years and you're just kind of you know you're reaching out and you are you're making new relationships and new friendships and then you know you're like oh this isn't quite it and then you find those people that are your people and you're like all right here we are here here they are so yeah I love that you you chat about creating that like sense of community and belonging yeah it's really important because at the end of the day it's like this is what I was missing when you feel 
when you have everything, like you reach your goals, but you're alone, right? So when you find your people in your community, it's like, oh, this is a piece that I was, that was missing in my puzzle, just to be complete. So it was, it's amazing. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Awesome. All right. So we are almost out of time. This just like flew by so, so quickly. So I want to make sure I get one or two more questions in. So what do you think, like, or do you hope to challenge maybe any stereotypes or break any barriers with this opportunity? Yeah, I have to speak about this yeah. for the accents, you know, and how we speak in another language. I think there's this taboo or this misconception that people make fun of you, how, how you speak. So I wanna, I wanna, I wanna make feel people that it's okay to have an accent and to make mistakes because you're doing a second language. So I wanna break that stereotype that it's okay to have an accent and it's okay to make mistakes because you you have to connect your brain to your mouth. Right. In a language. So I wanna speak about that. And take me, honestly, took me a lot of time to come terms with the way I speak. And even now, I was a little scared, like, oh, I'm going to make a mistake. But I, I realized that it's okay. Yeah. I'm doing my best. So I want to I wanna people understand that, that it's okay. You are doing your best and you're going to do it. So don't worry about it. I did an episode the other day where I was chatting all about, like, if people were interested in starting their own show. And one of the biggest things I said you almost, you just have to get over is the fact that you are going to be so much more you know, worried about what you're doing than the audiences. They probably won't even notice, right? Like you look at it and you're like, oh my God, I look like this or I sounded like that or I did this. And I'm like, you got to get over that because your audience probably will not notice at all. And then the other thing I always just said is just, you got to kind of just go with the flow and like, we're not trying to be perfection. So there's so many times where I make my own mistakes in my own shows. I'm like, I could cut it. I could record it. I could do it again. And I'm like, you know what? that's not life. Life, you don't get to record it again. So I just, the mistakes stay and that's just how I roll. <laughs> that's amazing. That's really empowerful of you, you know? And it's really admirable because as you say before, a lot of people are seeking for this perfection in their lives and they want to show this perfect um, image of themselves. But we are not, so that's really encouraging of you. It's amazing. So true. All right. So very last question. What kind of impact do you envision making now being on the FEM network? Yeah, I want people to go after what they want. Because I think that's the most, like, I think that's one of the biggest fears nowadays people not going after what they want because they're just scared with their own fears and insecurities. So I wanna make people see that it's okay to be scared, but don't let this, like the fear stop you. Go after what you want and you're gonna reach it, seriously. I say it like, I know I say it like a lot of times before in this interview, but that's true. Don't let your fears overcome you. You're more that you guys find the strength in yourself that we are really powerful and we are really strong to overcome anything that may we may face. All the ups and downs in life, it's okay because that's life. But we have the strength in ourselves and in our we have to be so confident in our own capacities that we know that we are gonna endure anything that may come in our way. But we're gonna reach it. So yeah. Um, 
All right. Last, very last question. And you might not have an answer to this one yet. Do you have a name for your new show or are you still brainstorming? I'm still brainstorming because, <laughs> for example, your cool is, your name is really cool. So it makes an impact and a statement. So I'm, I'm seeking for that. I know I'm awesome. talking about perfection and everything, but yeah, I think a name of your show is really important, you know, because yeah. it's how people are going to know you. So probably in the next few days, you guys are going to know. I'll let you guys I can't wait. All right. Well, Catalina, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so glad we were able to spotlight you, what your show is going to be all about. And once again, I want to officially welcome you to the Femme Network. Thank you so much, Courtney, for this space and all your help because you've been so much help to me. So thank you so much for giving, like, give me this opportunity. And I'm looking forward to work with you and meet all the other girls. All right, everyone. Thanks for checking out this special spotlight episode and we'll see you later. Bye for now, friends. Mm -hmm.